Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents. You're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by RJ Bates III. Here's RJ. Hey guys, welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, RJ Bates. Sitting down today for another case study of a property that we've taken down here at Titanium Investments. Uh, before we go too far though, for those that are watching on video, uh, yes, I do have a war wound on my forehead. Um, the Titanium Flag Football Team, uh, we, we had our first uh, game of the new season this past weekend. And unfortunately, I uh, I got headbutted during a play. So I look like a, a true uh, warrior over here with this uh, nice little uh, bruise right in the middle of my forehead. So, but that's not going to stop me from creating more video content for you guys. So um, I, I promised you guys that I would uh, be creating more case studies. Of deals that we've done, uh, like I said, in, in the vault, the Facebook group for the Titanium Vault and for Titanium Investments, um, I asked who would you guys like to have on here, and, and overwhelmingly, um, case studies without guests was the winner. So we dropped one last Friday. Um, I'm going to do these as uh, kind of think of you know deals that were fun and exciting and or maybe even losses that can kind of give you guys a, a good direction on what you're trying to accomplish in your business and just learn from either our success or our mistakes. So today we're going to talk about our first flip that we did in Hawaii. And so to give you guys some background on how we even got started in Hawaii, I'm sure you guys have heard it, so I'll kind of breeze through it pretty quick. But my childhood best friend, Elijah De La Garza, who has two episodes on the Titanium Vault, um, he's a roofing contractor on Oahu, and we've we've just been friends forever. Um, we've even been in business together before. Um, you know, we were just you know talking like friends do occasionally. You know, once every week, just talking about our businesses, and you know, I'm talking about real estate investing, and he's talking about all these contracting jobs, and it was just finally it was like, duh, why aren't we doing business together? And so Elijah's like, hey, I, you know, there's a ton of opportunity out here. I don't see a whole lot of competition. Um, why don't we try to do something together? And so naturally, I was like a little bit nervous about it because just from the small amount of knowledge that I had about Hawaii was that everything was expensive and a high price point. And so I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to find the right margins or ROI out there. But just like anything else, it just takes time to to get on the right wholesalers list, to do the right marketing, and just find out, get the market knowledge. And so um, I was actually on a wholesalers list that mainly wholesaled in California and Texas. And I don't actually do business in California, but just because they did some wholesale deals in Texas, they just put me on their list for all states. And they sent a deal to us in Hawaii. And what stood out to me right off the bat, I didn't know if it was a good deal or not, was the price point. They were selling it at $192,000, which is about as cheap as you could possibly get for a property in Hawaii. 
especially on Oahu. Uh, Big Island is is more affordable, but on Oahu, $192,000 is a very affordable property. Um, This is in Waianae. Um, We'll call it our Water Street property because it was on Water Street. And, you know, I reached out to Elijah, and this is on the far west side of the island where he lives on the far east side of the island. So it was quite a drive. Um, Some days about an hour and a half to two hours to get over there. Uh, but we identified that the ARV on this property was $335,000. Properties in Hawaii usually are smaller square footage, and the rehabs usually aren't that bad because, you know, unless there's something just astronomically wrong, there's not HVACs or foundation problems or windows, things that can be really pricey in other markets, that's not really the case in Hawaii. So, this, I think this property was right around 1,000 square feet. So we estimated the rehab. Elijah drove out there, walked it, took a look at it. We estimated the rehab to be $35,000. So with an ARV of 335000 rehab of 35000 and we're purchasing at one ninety two. that included the assignment fee. I can't remember exactly how much the wholesaler made on this. I think it was like ten dollars or $12,000. Um, but what did stand out to me about this property was, is that the wholesaler locked this property up from Hubzoo. And the reason why that stood out to me was, is because now that became a source of properties for us, a place where we could find our own deals in Hawaii instead of having to go through the wholesaler. I'm not trying to cut the wholesaler out. I mean, bless them. I mean, they brought us good property. It's the first property we ever flipped there. But if it's actively on Hubzoo or auction.com or zone, and we can go on there and bid ourselves, then we're going to do that. And so, you know, it's just something that we learned on this deal. Um, we contracted it, we put our non-refundable earnest money up. And then the next thing that we had to solve was finding a hard money lender. You know, we weren't really set up to do business in Hawaii yet. This is our first deal, and we didn't have a, a hard money lender, and we didn't have the private money at the time that was willing to uh, pay for the entire purchase price and the rehab without us actually proving the concept in Hawaii. So that took quite a bit of time. Um, I think I ended up probably filling out probably 10 or 12 applications with different hard money lenders that were like, yeah, 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 we do business. Um, in Hawaii and then kind of flaked on us um, once it actually got got down to the 11th hour. Um, One of the the other things that stood out to me was a lot lot of the local lenders did not want to give us very good terms. Um, I think at one point in time, I had a hard money lender that wanted to charge 4.14% interest for 60% of the purchase price and 0% of the rehab which if you've ever taken out a hard money loan before, that is like some of the worst terms that I've ever heard of. Um, and, and I was actually fearful, like, what if this is all that we can get in Hawaii? I mean, I didn't know any better. And I still don't remember exactly how I found this gentleman because it, when I remember the first conversation I had with him. He was based out of Dallas, and he had an Oklahoma phone number. Uh, which stood out to me because we also do business in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he said, yeah, I'll do a loan in Hawaii. And I just remember, I mean, at this point in time, I've already gone through 10 or 12 applications and all these people that are in California 
Washington State, Hawaii. That makes sense for them to do business in Hawaii. I'm not having a whole lot of faith in this gentleman from Texas with an Oklahoma phone number that he's going to be able to loan on this project. Um, it was funny because he was like, you know, hey, I need help finding an appraiser to go out and do an appraisal. So we helped find the appraiser, went out, appraisal came back fine, and he actually closed the loan and gave us pretty decent terms. I think we only ended up paying like two points and 10% interest. Um, the loan amount on it was 204000 um, we had to bring cash to close was twenty six thousand seven oh eight sixty two cents. Um, we ended up borrowing that cash to close on this deal from uh, my old high school football coach. Um, this was one of his first investment deals. This is probably one of the larger ones he had done. I think one or two previous deals with us, and was a little bit nervous about it being in Hawaii. But he also knew Elijah from back in high school and junior high days. So just relationships having that rapport already that kind of enabled us to go into hawaii you know i mean otherwise we would have never done it so we took down the deal um august 11th um the rehab took us a little bit longer than anticipated and that was due to elijah's lack of his inability to be able to go to the project on a daily basis because of the distance but um, also just because it was our first deal, you know, I mean, Elijah was at this point in time trying to learn how he was going to be a, a rehabber and a contractor, um, on his own projects. You know, he'd always worked for clients, but never for himself. And that's a whole different thing. I mean, I've been on both sides of those and, um, there's, there's pros and cons to being a contractor for yourself. Um, we ended up finishing the project and listing right around early December, which is one of the worst times of the years to list, but it is what it is. That's when we finished the project and we weren't just going to sit on it because we're paying holding costs um, daily. So we listed it in December. Um, we chose, chose the realtor for this uh, based off the fact that he was representing us. And if you've ever followed anything of mine on Facebook or Elijah's, you've heard us talk about our Lily Puna project. That was the the thousand day short sale that we actually just completed last week. Thousand days. Uh, that will definitely be um, an episode in the future that we're going to talk about. But we had that property under contract, uh, but we knew it was a massive short sale, a huge undertaking. But the agent that listed that was also representing us on that transaction, so we asked him to also be our listing agent on this transaction. Um, he did a great job for us. Um, we ended up contracting about 30 days after going on market. Um, we officially sold on January 29th. So we bought it August 11th and we closed on the sell side on January 29th. So not like great time frame, but for our first deal in the most remote location on the planet, pretty good. Um, one of the funny stories about this deal and, and part of the reason why I wanted to share this is, is because we originally listed for 335. And we weren't getting a whole lot of traction. Um, our agent was having open houses, and there weren't that many people that were showing up. And so we did a $10,000 price reduction at $325,000. And when we did that, we got a contract. We got an offer. We accepted it. And when the appraisal happened on this, it appraised for $335,000. Now, if you've ever heard me talk about this before, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Here's a great example of this, and I would have never thought to do this, but our realtor 
went back to the buyer's agent and said, we originally listed for 335000 We did a price reduction at 325 You guys offered 325 but it appraised for 335 Would you be willing to pay $335,000 because that's what this property is worth and that's what my clients actually wanted? He just asked, and they said yes. <laughs> I've never had it happen before. Although I've never had the gumption to ask either. I I was blown away. We didn't ask our realtor to do that. He just did it. And he called us and he said, hey, I got you an additional $10,000 on this deal. Um, we asked them to pay for what it appraised for. And they said, okay. And so sign the amendment. It'll be coming over in your email. And so then we sold it for 335 Like I said, we, we closed on January 29th. Um, we ended up getting $108,000 at closing. Um, and then we had to pay our private money off. We'll say, you know, we original cash, cash to close was 26,708, probably with, with interest on this, we were probably somewhere around the 30, $32,000 range. So we ended up walking away somewhere around $75,000 net on our first deal in Hawaii. Um, I consider that a pretty big home run. Um, it's probably one of the more proud projects that I've had. Um, just for the sake of the location. Now that I've learned more about Oahu and Hawaii, I mean, Waianae is not one of the hot markets. It's one of the more difficult markets to, to flip a property in from the standpoint of where it's located and the, the lack of like days on markets just higher there. Um, and, and just the fact that we were able to do it on our first deal. And, you know, I always hit, tell the people, you know, if you make profit on your first flip, you did a good job. This being our first flip and, and making $75,000, uh, was a huge victory for us. So that's our, our case study on this one, uh, to kind of complete the circle on it. Our next deal that we got was a deal that we got from Hubzu that we got ourselves. Um, that's just learning, you know, like we paid attention to where this person got his, his lead from was Hubzu. All we did was then go on to Hubzu, set up notifications for, for good deals in similar location. And the next flip that we also got for actually better numbers was one street over from water street on Kapui street. And we ended up successfully flipping that one for similar numbers. So maybe that'll be another case study at another time. But uh, just want to kind of put a cap on that, on how paying attention to where this property came from enabled us to have another successful uh, win for Titanium Investments of Hawaii. All right, guys, that's uh, case study number two for you guys. If you like what you heard, please give us a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube or leave a comment. Share it on your social media profiles. And also, if you're watching, listening on iTunes, please give us a review, five-star review personally. Uh, we got our first uh, four-star review, and, man, that just hurt my heart. So I uh, would love to get some more five-star reviews, guys. All right, that's uh, today's episode, and we'll see you all soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Titanium Vault with your host, R.J. Bates III. For more info and to stay up to date, visit www.podcast.thetitaniumvault.com and on facebook.com slash thetitaniumvault. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time on the Titanium Vault. Titanium Vault.